1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take iBrance, Palbociclib. iBrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy.
3: I mean, you're one player I feel like if your career started over in this new era, there ain't no telling, fam. It fam, was, ain't no telling.
0: Ain't no telling with Jack told Helen.
2: He'd be crazy out there. you got
3: Welcome back to What's Burning. Jack, let's get to it. Heat check alert. The Heat, the Knicks, the Bulls, and the Wizards have all started off at 5-1 at the top of the Eastern Conference. Out of those teams, who do you feel like is a real top four contender?
4: The Heat for sure. The Heat belong in the top four. Um, they can stay healthy, you know, with the new additions they added with Kyle Lowry and the, and the way those young guys been playing and continuing to grow. Uh, they definitely belong in the top four and will be in the top four.
3: I like the way that Jimmy Butler's playing. You know, he's back on his game. I think at twenty five points a game, seven rebounds, almost five, uh, six assists. Um, heat are playing very well. I agree. My surprise team of the season, the way I picked Phoenix last year and they made their run, I don't know if the Bulls can do this, but my surprise team of the season is going to be the Bulls. And I see the Bulls with the 76ers kind of being uncertain of where they're at. I see the Bulls being that fourth uh, seed in the Eastern Conference this year. Like, good young team, playing well, playing together, led by Levine. Then DeMar's right there behind him. So, I love what they're doing. Lonzo Ball's playing well, so I'm excited for this Bulls team. But I really like the Wizards, man. I like what they've done. You know, Bradley Beal is over there doing Bradley Beal things. Uh, Dinwiddie's almost at 20 points a game. Harrell's at almost 20 and 10. Kuzma's at 16 and 12. These dudes are playing off the wall. They got Kyle Will Pope over there, so... I like what the Eastern Conference is really looking like. You know, the Knicks are the Knicks, uh, but playing well as well. So we'll have to see what they do, see, you know, if they can advance further than they did last year. But the Eastern Conference looks fun right now. Headed out west, Golden State is at the top of the Western Conference, tied with Utah Jazz at 5-1. and one. Jack, this team is playing with the confidence they definitely need to play with. Still don't have Clay, still don't have Wiseman, but still are doing what they do. Talk to me about this team.
4: Yeah, they did it last year. You know, they did it last year. Steph balled out last year. He had an MVP season last year, and he's getting out to a great start. This team is, too. And the young players that they got a chance to play a lot the last year, the last two years, Clay's been hurt. They're starting to come into their own. You add Clay, you got a championship team. You know, Draymond's going to do what he do. So mm-hmm. uh, I like what they've been doing. I like the direction that they've been going. But when we get Clay back, it's going to be exciting for not only just for the Warriors, but for the game of basketball.
3: Man, I keep my fingers crossed every day that Clay can just come back and be healthy. You know, he's coming off two major injuries, Achilles and ACL injuries. Uh, but been looking at him on social media. Looks great. I uh, definitely hope to have him back. And then Wiseman. Wiseman was very impressive to me last year. He just did his job. He wasn't someone that needed the ball on the block. He could step out, hit the mid-range jumper, runs the court hard, block shots, catch lobs, rebounds. The Warriors are going to be something to mess with. And don't be surprised if they if they if they have a lot of trade assets now, man. Lee and Poole are both at 14 points a game. I loved it. Uh, Uh, I think he's going to be a really good player. Uh, Otto Porter Jr. round out that bench. So don't be surprised. We didn't even mention Iguodala. Don't be surprised if they have, you know, I wasn't saying Iggy, but, you know, something at the trade deadline to bring them in some more either depth or more star power uh, to make a final push at the end of the season. Next up on the radar presented to you by DraftKings. Jack, good early season test for the New York Knicks this Friday versus the world champion Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Bucks are still odds on favor, although they're off to a slow start. They're three and a half, one odds to win the Eastern Conference title. Uh, although they're three and four. The Knicks are 35 to one odds to win the Eastern Championship, starting off five and one. A healthy New York Knicks team. Jack, what does that look like in your mind and what can they do?
4: It looks like a a great regular season, making it to the playoffs and probably getting exited after the first round. Um, they got, like I said, they got a great a group of young guys that's playing hard. Derek Rose is coming into his own again and playing well and he's finally healthy. And a great coach, a great tough-minded coach. And, uh, the fans are, the fans are getting back into the arena and screaming and, and, uh, being great, uh, being, uh, exciting Nick fans again. So it's good to see, but first round exit for those guys.
3: You're happy to see that team, you know, back in just playoff talks agreed. I think they're definitely a playoff team. I don't see them advancing. I think they're one piece away still. So we'll see if they're able to get that. But just love the, the fact that, you know, basketball is better when the Knicks are in the playoffs for however long that may be. Uh, Bucks are still trying to find their footing. We talked last week about the absence that, you know, P.J. Tucker, it doesn't always show up on the stat sheet, but they will definitely miss him. Uh, guys still in and out. Bobby Portis just returns. Uh, Lopez has only played one game. It seems like they've kind of replaced P.J.'s defensive presence with offensive scoring. Grayson Allen's having a good season, had 13 off the bench. I think we have to kind of hold uh, judgment uh for the Bucs right now till they really figure it out. But you know, with Giannis, we know they're gonna be there at the end. So this will be a fun early test for the Knicks. Um, you know, the Bucs kind of know what it takes. They're still trying to find their footing. with the, the Bucs though, Matt, like people what people don't understand is they won the championship from rebounding
4: and defense. You know, they 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 score points and they make some big shots with Middleton and Greek Freak. But they won games and all their big games with defense and mm-hmm. rebounding. People was walking into that arena. K, even KD knowing I got to wrestle with, with, uh, with PJ Tucker for four quarters. Now they going in that arena, seeing Grayson Allen and Cuddington. They know they finna go get 30. So it's, it's, it's a different feeling. <laughs> it's a different feeling walking into that arena, bro. I'm telling you.
3: I uh, no, no, I agree. I agree. That team was grit grind, defense, rebounding, holding down the middle. You know, they tried to juice it up with scoring. So we'll see if that works for them. Next up, one of our new segments, but one of our favorite segments, Secure the Bag by Moneyline. Uh, Miles Bridges. To me, this kid is going to have a breakout season. He's already started that. He'll be the most improved player. He turned down an extension uh, that he didn't feel uh, was adequate to his abilities, which turns out to be, Jack, looks like he made the right decision. I want to say they offered him around $60 million. Uh, the way this kid's playing, he's easily going to get over $100 million. Thoughts on this young up and coming star?
4: Yeah, he deserves money, and and he's showing that he's worth it. If he don't get it in Charlotte, he's gonna get it from another team. But I think Charlotte need Charlotte's gonna do what they got to do to keep him because they see the connection and the camaraderie that him and uh, Lamelo have. You know, Mm -hmm. they they got the hand, they got the handshake together. They look for each other up up and down the court almost every play. So they're gonna have to make some decisions there. And I don't know if it's gonna be Haywood. He's making a lot of money. They're gonna have to try to find some way to get
3: Bridges paid right there in Charlotte. Uh Bridges is a cornerstone for this team. He's a franchise player. Him and LaMelo Ball are the faces of this team. To me, they would be absolutely crazy uh to let this young kid go. He's a monster. He plays defense too. He's always guarding the best players, you know what I mean? So this on the offensive end, he's incredible. I remember uh my last year with the Warriors, Draymond was telling me about this kid and he was debating whether to come out or stay and he was talking to the parents and everything like in front of me and shit and he was just telling me was like, "Watch, man, this little dude is going to be a monster. And this motherfucking kid is a" Man, he he he's got a little bit of Blake Griffin in him from uh yep. for, from that athletic ability. Uh, but he's a he's a monster. He's a dog too. So love him. Definitely over a hundred million. I think MJ knows that. Um, so don't expect him to hit the open market. Jack, they got a nice core. Over here in Charlotte, um, is this setting them up for long-term success? I mean, they got, you know, they got, still got Hayward. They got Rozier, who's very underrated to me. I love him. Uh, Ubrey's having a nice season. Can this team, you know, long-term do something in the Eastern Conference? Yeah,
4: uh, long-term, maybe. And the core looks good, but the core doesn't look good without Bridges. And somebody's going to have to come out that
3: core in order for Bridges to be happy. So we'll see how, they put, how that plays out. Agreed. I definitely think that, again, if the two cornerstones are Mello and Bridges – um, to build around that should be easy because it's, it, it's fun now. It looks like it's fun to play over there. MJ is the owner. They got their shit together. So, again, look for Charlotte, too, in the next couple years to, to make some noise in the Eastern Conference. Make sure you catch our brother, Ace Boogie, Wood Harris. His episode mm-hmm. drops November 4th. Enjoy this teaser.
5: Let me tell you, I was a story. Okay, I'm in New York, right? I forgot what I'm working on. I'm working on something. But I'm telling, you, I'm in New York City too, so I'm in Manhattan, proper Manhattan. I'm in a hotel. My one of my homies, boom, we're about to get on the block, right? And you know it's New York, so we're walking. You know what I'm saying? So I see this little area. They got this caution tape up. It's kind of thugged out too. They got the men on one side of the street and the women on the other side, as though something had happened, right? This is AI being in the lease. So this is a long time ago. So I see, I see the little security dude inside the point inside the club, and it's it's, it's caution tape all in the club and shit. We walking by. I see the flyer, I pick it up. It's supposed to be an Allen Iverson party, right? So I'm like, it's Allen Iverson party, but is it really? Or oh, they throwing a mug name on some shit, pulling it in the crowd, and you know what I'm saying? And get the money, and now they clear the club out. The <laughs> fight happened, they clear the club out. No Allen Iverson, who cares? We got all these people. Mm-hmm. So I see the security dude. I'm trying to peep game. I go ask him, "What's the game, though, bro?" He know who I am, you know what I'm saying? He recognize me. So said, "What's the game, though? Is this is this fake shit? Because you know I'm gonna keep it pushing, but is this fake? It's police in there and everything, right?" So he said, nah, this was really Allen Iverson, man, you know, this and that. So, okay, cool. I lead, me and the homie lead. We dip, we walking down the street. When we get to the corner, the stretch white jag, right? And it's A.I. He dipped the window, cause I had met him before. So, you know, A.I, he dipped the window down, boom, boom, wood, this and that. Yo. I jump in the whip with him, right? <laughs> so now we chilling. We driving. boom, we kick back. So I tell him, as soon as I get in there, I was like, yo, man, yeah. caution tape in that motherfucker. That shit dead over there, like we drove by. We seen the crowd all like it was and we just kept it pushing, right? I mean, so we ended up driving around the city of New York for like a while, just talking, 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 chopping it up, right? And just having a good time. We'll put it to you like that, having a good time. So I, he take me back to the crib. I go back to the hotel. Now it's probably like two in the morning. You know, it might be 2.33 2. in the morning. I watch a little TV, I fall asleep. I wake up, he on TV now, right? They playing Jason Kidd, he playing the Nets. So he over the, he over the water now playing the Nets. So it's the AI with the dark circles and the hair ain't done, right? <laughs> so I know that AI now. When you see, the, and the hair ain't done, right? He might have had a good time. A long night. He might have had a good time the night before, right? But he put 43 and oh, 12 yeah, on to him. He still gonna put but numbers up. He had 43 and 12. He, had, that's my AI story. He had forty-three and twelve. If he don't go
4: out and have a good time, he might not play good. That's he got, his, his, his routine has to be the same. He just different, bro. That's what made him Man, great. super different, bro. Different, bro. Super I love the death, bro.
3: Jack, today we got a fun one, man. Our brother, someone we've been trying to track down for a long time—no fingerprints, no evidence. Fam himself, Jamal Crawford. I know you've been looking forward to this interview.
4: Yeah, man, that's my brother, man. One of my favorite backcourt mates, man. One of the most talented players I've ever played with in the game. I call him Dion Prime Time, you know, uh, you know when he—he he like Dion, he show up when the, when the popcorn popping. That's what he used to always say. But somebody who. I highly respect man and somebody who I hope he gets his his uh just due from the from the basketball family and the basketball world because you know he's definitely a a hall of fame in a lot of people's minds and and somebody that they pushed out the game too early.
3: Agreed. Long beautiful 20-year career. Um so man, make sure you guys stay tuned for this Jamal Crawford interview. All right, we now bring in our brother Jamal Crawford uh to finish up this episode of What's Burning Prime. Uh also, his episode Showtime. of All the Smoke will be dropping 11-11, so make sure you tap in and check that out. Fam, how has the game changed as we celebrate 75 years of the NBA, in your mind?
0: The game has changed a couple of different times. I remember when we all first came in the league, you know, you had a dominant post player, so you had a Shaq, a Karl Malone, you know, uh, you had Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan, yeah. Kevin Garnett, exactly. So it was inside out. I remember, you know, coming in, in, in training camp and I took my first three-pointer off the dribble and they stopped practice like, man, what are you doing? Like, you can get that shot with five seconds left. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the worst shot in basketball. But now if you can shoot that shot, it's a weapon. So if you can do that, you're more likely probably a franchise player. You know what I mean? You're the one of the ones, the one of the faces of the league. So to see it go from one opposite end of the spectrum to the other has been crazy.
3: I mean, you're one player. I feel like if your career started over in this new era, <sighs> there ain't no telling, fam. Fam, would, ain't no telling.
0: It ain't no telling. <laughs> what ain't, ain't no telling with, no tellin what Jack told Helen. He would be crazy. <laughs> out there. I mean, yeah, you got, you got uh, you got, you got role players shooting 15 threes in the Man. game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's crazy. Man. So. The, don't get hot. You know what I mean? Man, That's when it's really over. Man, you might have dropped, so dropped 80, 90. I couldn't pull a cold. You know, it was a one-on-one. But I, I think I could have got like a, 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 my prime – in this
3: era, I probably could have got like 75 a, a 65, nah, I think 70. you, yeah, yeah, you could have touched 70. 70 like you said, people East. people are shooting an abnormally a, a large number of three-pointers. So, I mean. Yeah. Hey, touching back on the 75 anniversary, obviously they dropped uh, the 75 players. Um, you know, I really don't get too into that, you know, especially because to me, I think it's so hard to judge the older players, based on the way the game has transpired and transformed so much athletically and skill-wise. But with all that said, there were some snubs. uh, T-Mac, Dwight Howard. Who were some other ones, Jack? Kyrie. Kyrie, yeah, Kyrie. Who were some of the – did anyone stand out? I mean, obviously Kyrie is – Kyrie, he's, you know, super talented, definitely deserves to be on that list. But I was looking more at what Dwight Howard – uh, brought to the table his first 10, 11 years of his career and how he was snubbed off it. Thoughts on Dwight? You know, you battled against him a lot in the Eastern Conference. You've seen him at his best. Uh, was he someone you felt got snubbed? Absolutely.
0: Dwight was Superman. Man. If you look at his body of work, he checks off the eye test box and he checks off the, the body of work box. Mm-hmm. So it's it's actually a no-brainer. You know what I mean? Like, Dwight was one of the faces Straight of the league. Up. People forget Dwight, Dwight had a McDonald's commercial with LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like, like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like Dwight was putting in work for years, yeah. and I think the past the past four or five years, people would start disrespecting him and not giving him his full credit and his full due. But if you look at it, it's undeniable how how he should be on now that he, list. It's not he, even a he, question. He, look at
3: I it. I think he was a leading vote getter in for the mm-hmm. All Star game with LeBron, Kobe. You name it. All these dudes are still in the league. Dwight was the leading vote getter in, in in the All Star game. So I definitely think he's someone who's overlooked and and, and disrespected. Man,
4: uh, I, uh, I'm. i not to cut you off, Matt, but no, I, what, Jack? I feel. Like I feel like the league, the list is some bullshit, cause some of them old <laughs> players, I know I, I know I would've bust some of them old players ass, a whole bunch of them. And right. uh and then and then and, and too, you gotta think about it too, bro. Some of these people that's on there, it was only eight teams in the league. So you playing against the same dude. Like you playing against the same dude with, over and over yeah. and over and over to get your stats. So if I had to play against uh Luke Walton my whole career, I probably would average eighty. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? I I, I I I look at stuff different. T Magnate and that T come on man. I, right. I, uh, that's all bullshit to me.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not really rolling with honestly. I, like, and I have, I'm such a student of the game, and just like, if you go back and look in time, you know what I mean, and just look at some of these people, if you put some of these people playing right now in that time era, with no disrespect, it wouldn't even be fair. Be like, and, and the game has just grown, it's evolved, and that's how it's supposed to right, be, right. you know what I mean? So we have to start looking at things besides yeah. that, just like eye tests, what's yeah. your eyes tell you? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for I sure. I
3: think they Because I, I didn't want to – I just started looking up some of the guys' names, and I don't even want to mention their names because I just had never heard of them. And I looked at what they did and their numbers and, and, and the way the game was played back then. I was like, there's no fucking – these guys wouldn't even make the NBA today. And you got them on the, 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 <laughs> the I, 75 greatest list.
0: And I tweeted that too afterwards. I said, we got to start making our own list. Yeah, for real. We got to stop letting people get credence of, of people that have votes and say so that haven't actually done it. Like peers know it.
3: You need to start a governing board, uh, fam, and we'll follow right along. We'll start making our own list. Every time ESPN comes out got with a list, I got time, fam.
0: I got time, fam.
3: Hey, uh, a, a player who reminds me of yourself in this present day. Do you see anybody out there like young fam?
0: Ooh, that's some young go getters I like. I love Karis Levert. Mm. Uh, obviously, Dejounte Murray's from home. He got some stuff that, that's similar. Kevin Porter as well. Uh, then you look at like Bones Highland, like that new energy coming in, he go get it. You know what I mean? And then. There's some people I see like that, like the younger ones coming up. I don't think there's one person like exactly, but I think some of those guys. Who you guys see? Or who you see,
3: man? Uh, man, I don't know. I, I wanted to talk about DeJounte Murray because I remember when we came to your wedding and, you, and yeah. you, uh, we played that midnight <laughs> basketball game. And you were telling me about <laughs> yeah. this a little dude that's kind of like me. It's still, he was still in high school. I want to say 11th grade, 12th grade, right? 11th grade or going into yep. 12th? 11th grade. Jack, this oh, little grade, young yeah. nigga came in and killed. <laughs> I said, oh, my God. Oh my Jack, god. Jack, he stole the show. I mean all of, he stole the I show. mean majority of us were high and drunk, so it was to me it was just fun to watch him do what he does because this dude wanted to start a game. What time was it, like eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock at night?
0: 12 o'clock, Jack midnight. the gym, midnight Jack dance. the
3: gym was fucking rocking. Eight thousand people in there, and I'm like, you know me, I'm I'm going to a wedding, so I'm already in vacation mode. So I'm blow drunk. Everything oh, we got to play tonight. I was like, oh, we really playing.
0: <laughs>
3: that shit was. Hey, dope. But you
0: still showed up? Oh and yeah, come like on, man. Trooper.
3: You already know that. You know, I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to do. I just, you know, just minus the alcohol. That's how I play in the league. So I wasn't really
0: tripping. <laughs> no, nah, absolutely. But nah, Dejounte stole the show, bro. It was crazy to watch. And. and <laughs> And knowing he knowing he was special, even after that performance Matt, where everybody's talking about him, everything's going viral, he wasn't one of the ones on Twitter like, yeah, I did that shit. He was he didn't like nothing, he didn't favor nothing, he right. was just another day and he kept Big working. Ryan. Yeah, I like that part Big too. Ryan, Ryan. Ryan. Uh this new NBA and the rules,
3: um, I think you were someone who I, if you're not if I'm not mistaken, you lead the league in four point plays, right? Yeah, I do. So I really feel like on a different level. With all due respect to how great James Harden was, I think this new rule is because of him. I think he mastered that manipulation of arms and contact and everything so much that they had to do something. And I think everyone else kind of started following along. What are your thoughts on them not calling that kind of stuff no more and these guys not really getting to the line as much? Draymond uh, tweeted something the other day. He loves just the flow and the pace of the game. A lot of people are fans of just letting these guys play more.
0: I love this shit, and I tweeted. and I'm going to score. You guys know I'd rather do offense, and give me offense twice. I'll sit down here while y'all go down there and play defense. <laughs> give me offense <laughs> so, twice. <laughs> give me offense twice. I love, and I love this fucking rule. Like, I love it. I absolutely love it because it it took out the defender. Like, I hate a team saying, oh, we need a defender, and it's like, <laughs> Jack is crazy. We need a team to say, <laughs> we need a defender, and you can't play no right. defense. You can't touch nobody. Right. You know what I mean? So now, like the era we grew up in, I hate to sound like the old guy in the room, but the era we grew up in, you had AI and those guys, they were getting fouled because you couldn't stop. Right. It. Facts. It wasn't like, you know what I mean? So it was like they showed their skill more. Yeah. It's like, okay, some of these some of these fouls guys have been getting over the years. It would start a fight if we we're in open gym. Like, come on, that's some bullshit. Right, huh? You know what I mean? Like, so now we're getting back to it. I'm loving seeing double overtime games be one-on-six. 90, 98. You know what I mean? Like, I love that shit.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: This nigga said, give me offense twice. Twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you were someone that could score in a variety of different ways, get hot with the hottest of them. I uh, want to have just like a little open conversation right now with some of the top guards in the league. Uh, John Morant, Luca, LaMelo, Trey, Steph, uh, talk to me about that group of young talent right there. Not young. Steph's a little older, but that group of talent right there.
0: I love it. I love it because it, I'm thinking of the energy of young guards. This reminds me of when, like, BD and Steve Francis and mm-hmm. like them coming in. Like, the young guards, that come with that new energy, a new way of playing. I love all of them guys you said because they're all a little bit different. You know what I mean? Jaws doing his thing where he's kind of like a mix of meats, like D, a young D. Rose and a young CP. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Look Luca got a little bit of b roying with how cool and smooth mm-hmm. he plays all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Trey Trey Young's doing some shit where it's like, damn, like you shooting from there. He like a, a young stuff, right? So they all come with a different energy, but they, it's all needed and it's all at the same time. And, and truth be told, they're keeping each other sharp because they're all paying attention to who's doing right. what. It's that young energy. And I'm loving thoughts, it. Thoughts on Lamelo? I love LaMelo. Uh love his he doesn't play with an agenda. You know what I mean? Like I, he doesn't play. He's not the guy that's like, oh, I'm playing just to get an assist. I'm watching him play. He's always head up early. Here, you, you can make the play. Mm-hmm. Like his trust, his his style of play is contagious. He's somebody you want to play with. Definitely. You know what I mean? He brings that, that youth to him. He brings that energy to him. He, he's not phased by pressure. I just love watching just him. Love he's, a, he's a great young player, mm-hmm. for sure. If
4: they added a comeback player of the year award, um, who, who would have won the last season? I know Katie came back from uh, Achilles and dominated last year and was a player that we all thought, that he would be. Um, your thoughts on two? It's two questions. Thoughts on KD and the evolution of the Nets, and uh, who would who would be your comeback player of the year?
0: Well, I think that question is rolled in one because KD made a, a key that look like an ankle sprain <laughs> when he came back. He was just unbelievable. <laughs> he was unbelievable. Like Jack, he He, did. Jack, he was better than ever. He did. Like he was so sharp. He was so sharp. He was so crisp, and it, I think it gave him time. To climb another mountain in a different way. Like, I think that's part of the reason why he left Golden State. Like, yeah, we can go to the finals. We can win it. But I need a new challenge. And when you're that great, you're always looking for challenges. Mm-hmm. Same reason why MJ may have left and came back. You know what I mean? So, I think KD – I think they do need to bring back Comeback Player of the Year, and KD would have wanted going away because he's better than he's ever been. Whatever he – say he lost his, uh, uh you know, a, a Miller step just off – just progression of that injury. He, he shot through that. He's sharper. He shoots better. He – He's so unselfish, like, and you guys both know him and play with him. It's like, he's he's something different. He's been the best in the world to me for a while.
3: Agreed. I think what you said Thanks. at the end, he's been in and And when and we say that, it's not a disrespect to LeBron or what LeBron, no, what LeBron no, has no. done or what he's continuing to do. But just as far as one player, the best player, I think KD has been yeah, the best player in the league for a minute now. For sure. And, and
0: like you said, all respect to LeBron. Right. I got LeBron as one of the very best ever, ever, just like I got Kev. But LeBron's high, high on that yep. list. So, yeah, no disrespect to LeBron or no other All players, right. just Kevin. What I'm looking at, my eyes ain't lying to me. Right.
3: They definitely not. <laughs> well we, will we ever see will we ever see another team back in Seattle? Yes,
0: we absolutely will. I got word a few years ago that the hockey team was coming mm. before they came. Mm. And they told me that was part of the, the one-two step to kind of kind of get things in motion. So the hockey team is here, is thriving, it's getting 17,000, 18,000 people every single night. Right. I think the NBA will follow mm. for sure. I
3: mean, Seattle's such a beautiful city. I mean, we was talking about Jack's family restaurant oh. out there, and just mm. the energy out there in, in Seattle is incredible. Everything it's incredible. You
0: guys remember that trip when we when we when we came to the league? It was you hit Portland, Seattle, yep. Vancouver. Yeah, oh, I missed the. You know what I mean, like that whole that whole trip. Yeah. yeah, that whole strip. Yeah, for sure.
3: Different time, the good old days. Yeah, the good old days. If you were to start. Uh, a franchise in Seattle again with one young one of the younger players, I would probably say four years and under. Who would you start that Seattle franchise
0: with? Ooh, I think I started with Josh. Ooh, mm. I think I started with Josh. just mm. just because his maturity level. You remember when the bubble happened and, you know, people had certain complaints about this or that. He was one of the young ones, like, I have no excuses. The food is good. I have somewhere to sleep. I'm good. I'm ready right. to go. And you could just tell the way he was raised and his maturity is far beyond uh, just basketball and how he looks at things. You could tell his father's been present. Everybody there has been doing a great job with him. So he can handle that kind of responsibility being the face of a franchise in a new place. I think he'll put people in the seats, but I think his maturity level vets will want to play with him, too. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I would put him there. I like that.
3: Dark horse this season.
0: Chicago Bulls are going to make noises. Yes. I said it before the season started. Yep. I don't think they'll, I think they can win a playoff series now, you know, after not going for so long. I think DeMar DeRozan gives them stability. He stabilizes them. He can, you know, be on that wing with Zach, but also kind of teach him why he's there. I will, I think they'll make a run. I think Billy Donovan has a hell of an offense. I like Lonzo with them. So I think they'll be right there making it, winning a series in the playoffs.
3: Yeah. I picked, uh, I mean, obviously not knowing what they're going to do as far as they were going to go, but I picked Phoenix last year as my surprise team. And yeah. I feel like this is going to, like I said, agree. I think they can get to the playoffs. I think they can win a series. I think they could definitely get to the second round and compete in the second round. So this is my For surprise sure. team in the year. I agree with you. Jack, finish it out. Go ahead. Who will end up at the top of the East and the West? Ooh. East first.
0: If Kyrie is playing basketball by the time the season in, the Nets will not only be at the top of the East, they will win the championship, no doubt about I it. I agree. If they, if he does not, if he does not come back, then I got Milwaukee coming out the east. Okay. Wes. The Lakers. I think the Lakers are built for the playoffs. I think they're built to when the game slows down. They have the the IQ, and LeBron is gonna find a way to to make sure they're competitive. Melo stays hot, like I mm. think he will, and, and does what he does. He's the key for mm-hmm. them because he's the one person that. He's the one person that can play with everybody. Yep. Because his catch and shoot game is so lethal right now. You know, I think that he'll they'll be there in the end.
4: Lakers and Nets, how many games? If Kyrie's playing? Yeah, if yeah. Kyrie's playing.
0: Five. I still think it's four.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: See the thing about the thing about, the thing you, about Kyrie is you. he's so he's so dynamic. He's so like he he's the one that can get your 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 crowd with you, the other crowd with you. Your your team with you. He gives a whole different energy when he's going. His two points is so loud that it gets everybody excitement. Now you're like, oh okay, things just start moving like that. Especially when James said, okay, I'll be the point guard. I'm gonna get you going. I'm gonna get you in Kev. All that was the game changer right there. James became a supersized OKC version mm-hmm. when he used to make plays like that. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So that that was the thing. That was the deal. A lot of
4: people forget before James got hurt last season, he was one uh, in contention for MVP because he was averaging a triple double.
0: Yeah, which is crazy. He's been what? I think three of the last three of the last five years he's finished in top three of MvP bowl. Yep. Which is crazy. Yep. Yeah, he's always been there. But his his basketball intelligence is what I think is underrated about him.
3: Well, thank you, Jamal, for closing out this episode of What's Burning With Us. And what's dope is you're about to jump right on all the smoke with us, too. You ready?
0: Two for one. Double trouble. Yes.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, let's get it.
3: In closing. The Iverson Classic mini-doc, Get Yours" is available on Showtime Basketball YouTube. And our brother, Kevin Garnett, Anything is Possible documentary premieres November 12th, only on Showtime. What's Burning is available every week on Showtime Basketball YouTube. And on
4: Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Show Basketball. Peace.